I wouldn't celebrate yet. We got problems. We got podcast. So what have I got to do? Pick a number. Pick a number between one and three. Any number. Two. Alright. And uh, what do you pick next? Number one. Right, that leaves me three. So, right. I'm just doing a number generator between one and three. See who goes first this year. Uh, in the Bob Fancy League, which is at the end of the show. So if you want Have to read them. Have we, um, uh, did you text our potential fourth contestant? I did, but he hasn't responded, so... He's well, got time, he's got time. May- maybe, may- maybe there'll be a fourth contestant this year, maybe not. If there's a fourth contestant, he goes fourth, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, he wasn't yeah, um Well, the number is three, and I was three, so I'm first this year. Uh, now between one and two, right? Next you were one, right? Yeah, Nick was one, Tavi was two. We'll do it again. Heavy, you go in second. So next this election was rigged. Next year you can go first, then, right? Because Nick went uh, first last year. I'm going first this year. You can go first next year. Right? Uh, I've got no problem with the winner of last year going first. Yeah, there you go. Then. Well, thank you, Nick. Yeah, you know. But the rest but, of uh, everything that you've done has been a fix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. I don't agree with it, but I accept it. So I'll take it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you want to talk about the finale of Boba Fett thing, guys? You know? Sure. Sure. Why not? Uh, I we were going to talk about they... the more, the better thing that happened last week, which was me and Pevy meeting up. Our little man. We did meet up. We did meet well, up. We can talk about time. it, actually. Yeah, that's, that's actually more important. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> what what interaction between friends is more important than a show, show set in the stars? Uh, yeah, we met. Up. So. Yeah. yeah, we. Yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked that you think that. What did he say? I said, "Is it?" Um, I said, "Is it?" Uh, I guess meeting up with a friend is more important than a pretend show set in the stars. And Bezzy said, "Believe it or not." I do actually think that, and I said that is a shock. Yeah, same. <laughs> Listen, right? Uh, yeah, it was I nice. I see you a lot when I when I can see you a lot, right? Like, mate, we said we'd meet in Birmingham. Just come. We can halfway house, isn't it? Birmingham. It's not really we halfway house. Birmingham. Heavy, but... Isn't it? Isn't it easier just to go to Essex? <laughs> do you do you know you, what... me? No. <laughs> Are you crazy? Do you know? <laughs> do you know what Birmingham is? <laughs> Well, no, I was just thinking because, like, Nick has, like, family in Essex, and you live in Essex, like, it'll just be easier for you to stay in one spot and I just go there. No, but it, he did, Nick doesn't live there, does he? He wouldn't even stay at his mother's house. Yeah, but, no, we just do Birmingham, it's easier. Yeah, come on. It's two hours for you f- from here, and it'll be, like, seven to London. Not Where seven, are we going to stay? We're going to stay in the hotel, or we're in Nick's house, what are we doing? house! Maybe, Rolling yeah, maybe out. we should maybe we should organise this off air. Yeah. <laughs> Just put Nick's address out, you know, randomly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know, did you have a good time finally meeting in person then, lads, or no? We did. It was, was great. Yeah. Hey, What's um, the you, you expected you to be, Nick, or what? Did you live up to expectations? Well, 
Yeah, yeah he did. To be fair, it was great. He did. It was nice. Yeah, he likes a beer. We had a beer because we're men. Um, he nearly broke the door down when he saw me walking past. <laughs> he like smashed on the door and went "Hey!" and like tried opening it and it wouldn't open because it was locked. I did that. Um, I did that classic meme of outside. What's his name outside the White House? Let me in. Let me in. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. Um, but no, it was nice. And he does himself a disservice. He's really not that short. Yeah, I did talk to him after you met up, and he said he has work boots on. <laughs> Oh yeah, I did in my work boots on. It's an extra two inches. You're making me sound just like a flipping alcoholic. Hey, listen, Matt, Matt said when he first met you, you went straight to the bar when he met you as well. <laughs> when did I first meet nice Matt? That was a nice pint we had. What was it? Um, was it a convention or something? I don't know. Oh, for Star Wars. Uh, No, yeah, for Comic Con. Yeah, we did go. Yeah, we did go get a pint. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Come on, it's not like he wasn't for it as well. Yeah, I bet he was all over it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So, yeah, you had a good time then. We did. We did. When's the the next meetup? You two. I know. Whenever whenever you're coming, mate. I can book it. Book her off, mate. Yeah, we'll exactly. have to arrange it. We'll have to like pick a weekend or something. So. Yeah, we'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. We'll um, it back. Let's talk about Boba Fett. I like. I more than didn't mind it. I enjoyed it. So take that, internet. Yeah. Nick. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the last two episodes. Oh, nah. No Luke Skywalker, in it? No, that's the, no. Uh, story is not my problem here. I think it was pacing uh, and directing. See, that's I think been the problem throughout most of the show is structure, pacing, and direction. Mm. Especially when it comes to Rodriguez episodes. Yes. So, um, yes, definitely that. Yeah. But it was good. Like, there, was, there was some part of this episode. It reminded me of Power Rangers. Um, not because of the mods were in it or anything, but like there was unnecessary spins and backflips and some of the acting was really all over the place. Um, mm. And I know we said before, like you don't need to be a great actor to be in Star Wars and I still stand by that, but like you need to be on like a particular level. And I think that uh, Jordan Bolger guy, Sophie Thatcher, who, who's really been Yellow Jacket, but she was all over the place today. And even uh, Ming-Na Wen were kind of just like all around the place for me. It was a bit um, weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Boba Fett did more damage to that town than the Pikes did. 
right in the rancor <laughs> through everything. Yeah. Um. So, but I didn't mind it. Now that sounds like complaints. I have actual complaints about the, sh- the show, but I thought it was fine. I think it's the best Rodriguez episode, which isn't the same a lot, but I think it is the best of the three he did. Um. And again, it wasn't solely focused on Boba Fett. Like the biggest emotional beat of this episode was again uh, Din Djarin with Grogu. Um. So yeah, and now that Pelly Moto characters had more screen time than Cara Dune ever did. So oh, yeah, that bad. yeah. Um, do you want to go into specifics, Ted? For your thoughts. Um. Run through it from the top. Uh, the, uh to be fair, the it's paced weird. Um, I think it's it is, isn't of, it? It's been an issue. I think it was kind of an issue with the Mando as well. Like they they're still working. I out think the this. Pacing. I think this is worse than this one, though. I think it was worse in this this series than Mando. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, and like these episodes, like the individual episodes, are structured very weirdly. This um, feels very much of a quality with the Mando to me, to be honest. I think the the difference is you just care more about Mando and Grogu. Um, I no, I, I care about both. I have a Bob Fett tattoo. Like I, I love the character. No, Bruce. no, I know, like, but I think I think I think the character they did they've done a better job making the Mando and Grogu than they did making. Uh, but in particular, um, Fennec Shand kind of doesn't have a character. Um, she was never allowed time to build a character. Boba Fett had a decent enough character, but no one else around him kind of did. Um, but um, I enjoyed it. It's just it's 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 exactly the problem with uh, what we sort of thought would happen in that we had two episodes that were very much not where the show was going. Completely tore you out of it, to be honest. Uh, and then we were thrust back into this storyline, and I think most of us had kind of checked out of the story that was being told, and um, let alone that the story being told wasn't overly compelling in the first place. But um, we'd sort of checked out. Um, it's just, I blame the structure of the whole show more than I blame the episode. I think the episode on its own was actually pretty good. Like I enjoyed the action, I enjoyed the callbacks to stuff like King Kong. Even if it was a yeah. little bit on the nose, the King Kong call. I liked so it. On the nose, it was unreal. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we're Star Wars fans. We don't mind stuff being on the nose. We don't mind Luke Skywalker running around a forest with a little green thing on his back twice because we didn't get enough of it the first time, so we had it again last week. But um, <laughs> um, but no, I I liked it. I it it didn't take me out of the episode. Um, I. There was bits that I didn't quite understand, like almost missed opportunities. Like, I don't know why Grogu calmed down the rancor. I didn't feel like that was needed. I feel like it was sort of perfectly set up that Boba Fett could come in and calm down the rancor. And then everyone would be like, oh, wow, we respect you. Uh, So that's why he's been allowed to rule with respect. Um, I don't know. Was Boba like busy fighting Cad Bane at this point? He didn't. No, it was over. That fight was over. He'd killed him, and then it yeah. cut to that. Um, and then Mando tried to calm down. Like, unless yeah, it's like, they ran in, like in succession, but we just obviously didn't see but, that play out. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't well. Either way, it wasn't well explained Structured. why Boba couldn't mm. come and Boba just the felt reason, weirdly absent at that point. The reason I think Grogu was able to calm it down is, you know, just because he has the Force, obviously, right? 
Um, oh, because they want to, and I get it, they want to squeeze Grogu into it. Um, fair enough. Um, it's got, this show had an identity crisis. Um, and they majorly, I think they majorly mucked up um, with this. I think this was a, they didn't explain what was going on here well enough. They didn't, they didn't market the show properly. Um, this shouldn't have been called the Book of Boba Fett. This should have just been the Mandalorian. Um, in my opinion, I'd agree with I don't that. know. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely see some points. I, 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 I don't think, think this sh this shouldn't have been called Book of Boba Fett because it it just I didn't get well, it. Why have why sorry, have the first on, why have the first three episodes as they were and then disappear for two yeah. episodes and come back? Like I didn't get it. I said to you on the phone, Bespin, they'd have almost been better off having like a five episode Boba Fett miniseries, which is what I think if you look at the actual plot, like away from uh, uh, like, it's kind of what we expected it to be. If you just have the Boba Fett stuff, um, Boba Fett wants to take control of Tatooine and he has something he's got to deal with. It's about what we expected it to be. But the problem is, is it, it, it like tore you straight out of that and gave us more of the other bigger stuff sort of main Mando stuff that we've all come to sort of care about gave us more of that and then said oh but you've got to go back and do this smaller thing so we've just we've just seen like Luke Skywalker um sort of you can't give basically you can't I'm rambling but you can't give us an episode of Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka and him building a Jedi temple and then ask us to care about what Boba Fett's doing on Tatooine I don't think it really yeah, but this is I, I complained they I lobbied last week, wasn't it, Nick? That um when we were at uh, the Luke Skywalker planet, uh we were there for about half an hour like solid, you know, <laughs> with the events going on in that planet. But then when Mando flew off, it cut back to Tatooine. But then it cut back to Luke on the planet and then it did it again like two more times afterwards. So it felt like mm. we were saying goodbye to Luke maybe three times and Grogu. Um I've seen other goings on at Tatooine, whereas I feel like if you've had an episode with just like Cobb Vance and the stuff that happened there, keep that as an episode, cool, whatever. And then you have another episode, which is just the half hour they showed of Luke and Grogu and Ahsoka on that planet, fine. But like, again, that structure issues with episodes, individual episodes, which all have had, I believe. Maybe not the Bryce Dallas Howard one. And that's the only one that didn't suffer with a structure problem. Yeah, um, because it didn't go back to Boba Fett. I think... Yeah. I've had some time to think about this, and I sort of floated this to you uh, when we were on the phone last night, Bespin, but I think what they probably should have done is had, a, a, like, two Mandalorian sort of holiday specials, if you like. Special, yeah. call them. But you could literally have, like, we've got two episodes. We've got one coming out Christmas Day, one coming out New Year's Day. Um, the show seems to follow Doctor Who in format quite a lot anyway. Um, they seem to use that as I think even Favreau is a fan of Doctor Who so it wouldn't be out of place for them to do that had the Din episode where he has to leave the Mandalorian and gets his new um, gets his new uh, you could literally just plop that episode in there call it Mandalorian special one or something uh, and then you could have had the Luke uh, episode as a second episode take all the Boba Fett stuff out because it is long enough to be its own thing alright um, they're both like an hour weren't they I think but, yeah, but, but yeah, by the time you've taken the Cobb Vamp stuff out, I think it's probably it's probably still long enough to be an episode, the Luke Skywalker right. episode. Um, 
and then you just have it at the end of it he flies off back to Tatooine and then like we've already got time jumps established in Boba Fett so you could have easily just had a five I to be honest I think the Boba Fett storyline could have done with an extra episode anyway just to flesh some no, characters I do. out I do too, yeah. um, and then just had weird. and then just had oh. six six episodes of Boba Fett and then because yeah. um, everyone's had their Mandalorian fix everyone's sort of had that for the year and now they're gonna have like their little they're gonna have their little goings on um on Tatooine which is a smaller story yeah. which we all kind of expected to be a smaller story um I'm not just mad for the sake of it. I also said to yeah. you, Best Ben, that they're all they're still pretty new to this whole TV thing, so I wouldn't expect them to make this mistake again. Yeah, but even though, as well with the Boba Fett stuff, um, even if we just remove those two episodes, there's still not enough build up towards the threat that Boba Fett is like going against. Like the Pikes, even in this one, didn't look feel like at all. A, yeah, it looked no. like a threat. And they showed us the, 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 the guy in charge, which we saw once. We saw him once in a flashback, I think in the second episode. Like, they didn't establish his presence further than that. You know, like, mm. we we're all saying we need a face. Like, and we thought that maybe Cad Bane is their attempt at doing that. But if they're going to use the, the, the pike that was always on Tatooine, they should have showed him a bit more, I think. Or at least showed us the audience that it was the pikes that killed the Tuscans. Don't show Boba Fett. Because then we are just waiting for Boba Fett to know what we know, which I think is good tension tension building in the show. We've seen it in so many other great TV shows, um, like Breaking Bad and stuff, you know. Like, um, but I think, yeah. By the time we got to this day, I still didn't care about the pipes. Uh, Cad Bane, like I like Cad Bane in the Clone Wars and in you know, uh, even in the Bad Batch and stuff. He was a but highlight for me this episode. He was I a highlight. Was but I, think, but I think we should have brought him in. A bit earlier. He should have like, come in sort of and Ida said he should have come in maybe middle of episode three, end of episode three. Um, and then have another two episodes to build up that threat. Because you sort of have the first two episodes are catching us up with what happened with Bobo, which was great. You, I think you could almost leave the first two untouched. Um, which one was the one with the speeder bikes that everyone, the Vespers, everyone got their knickers in a twist about? Episode three, whatever. Change that if you want. I don't care. Um, and uh, then just have three episodes building it up. I, d- I don't know why they didn't just use the twins as like a, as like the villains. I didn't really get it. Like I was pretty excited to see sort of like the underworld of Tatooine a little bit more, but it sort of devolved into. If it Pike's. was if it came out that they were behind, you know, the Pike Syndicate, like running things through Tatooine, that would have been a good, you know. Uh, twist to it, I, I think, but um, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people were hoping for Kira and Crimson Dawn being behind the syndicate, and it just, I think, a lot of people who were complaining and moaning on Twitter today we're got one division, yeah, they got one division because what happened with us with one division was we all dived into so many theories and expected so much and it didn't pay off and i think i don't even i don't even i don't even think you can blame i don't this is that's even it's even more out there than wandavision wandavision gave us breadcrumbs and pulled the rug this never left any breadcrumbs for crimson dawn people were like this time around were like going into every nook and cranny were like oh we're definitely going to see kira behind the syndicate we're going to see han solo and ben solo show up right like but why because some people were saying that was going to happen. Some people are theorizing that. Yeah, but why? 
Yeah, but there's theories, but like, but you can have like one division. One division, they literally cast the actor that played Quicksilver in another universe. Like, they never. To be fair to them, they never dropped any hints that was happening. So yeah, it's people's like, own. It's not, it. just, it's not even just like with the one division thing of Ralph Bonner. It's the other stuff of like they believed Mephisto was going to be there, and they believed. Oh like, yeah, that's fair enough. These other stuff yeah. going on. And that's what people did this time. They were like theorizing this era that's behind the syndicate. And that people were disappointed because like, that didn't pan out. And it's the same thing with thinking like, oh, well, they showed us Ahsoka, Luke, and Grogu. And they gave us Din early in the season. And now we've got Cad Bane. They're bound to show us Han and Ben Solo. And I, I think that maybe originated from like a, a bad internet rumor or something. But, you know, people got their hopes up so high, you know, that they got Ralph Bonard. Um, to be honest, I'm glad it didn't devolve into just another cameo first. No, I. I didn't. I I'm glad I didn't either. And from all I knew, we weren't getting Han and Kira. That's why I never tweeted about saying you know we were going to get that. Um, and my biggest problem with the series is Robert Rodriguez as a as a director on this. So I don't think he should. If there is a second season of Boba Fett, which I don't think there should be, like this season, I showed us what were they planning for a second season? If it's like Boba giving the keys to Cobb Vanth and like maybe the the Twilight from. Uh, the sanctuary don't need to see that in a season you can just do two episodes of the mandalorian and it'll be fine um you know the thing is obviously... do you think um sorry do you think uh rodriguez <laughs> is being scapegoated a little bit here not really because the other didn't da- didn't dave and john write that write this show john did dave apparently like isn't like a lead writer so, all right so john wrote the show um, mm-hmm. half uh, all the major issues to me are the is is the structure and the writing yeah, of the but show, Rod- not the direction. Yeah, but, but um, Rodriguez is the showrunner. Favreau isn't this time, and they yeah, have Favreau's writing it. I mean, he, it's it's this whole universe is his baby, no? Yeah, but I still think the showrunner can dictate like what scenes go away. It's like the uh, I think it's the second episode. Like the second episode, we're introduced to the the Hat Twins like straight away like, in that episode within the first ten minutes, and then the rest of the episode is like forty minutes of Boba Fett in a flashback. Whereas I think like that ten minutes going to be put on the cliffhanger of episode one, what start of episode three, which was actually about like stuff to do with the Hats. Um, would you say? Would you say that Favreau is almost the Feige of this? Of the universe, yeah, but of this Mando like, thing, so. But you play Feige, it's diff- like, you got a crap Marvel one? Um, partially. Like, you get, like... Not major, like, no, but Feige's not writing it. Favreau's writing it, so he's, like... He's, like, the producer and the writer, Favreau. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. Like, and it's... I kind of... I, I can't just scapegoat... Just because I like what Favreau's done before, I can't just, like, say, oh, he's nothing to do with the issues that this has got. Just because, just because I don't like the Vespers, you know. I think you can't just pin it on the Vespers. There's like other issues, like with no. I know, directive. I know. But what I'm saying is, like, Favreau's written it. He's he's yeah. written it. If something's got, we all we all blamed them. We all blamed who did we? Uh, what am I thinking? We all we all flipping blamed Chris Terrio for Tross. Should we not I'm be blaming saying. Chris Terrio? Well, we blame them both. We blame JJ and Terry. Okay, so why can't we give any blame to Favreau? I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying that I see Rodriguez as the bigger problem. Like, I think his directional style isn't very good. I think he's the weakest of the directors that have evolved. 
and he's also the showrunner. Yeah, Favreau's at fault as well for being the writer, the lead writer through most of this. Do you think if if Rodriguez had his way, he'd have bought all of uh, Skywalker, etc., all back? Because I don't, from what we've seen of him, I don't think he would have done. I don't know. He, I don't know. He seemed to be going hard on, but like we watched that Disney gallery and he's like a diehard Boba Fett guy. It's always John Favreau. Favreau loves Boba Fett. That's mm. why he made the Mandalorian TV show. Was because of his love for Boba Fett. It's weird. I just, I and think... that's the thing, like, this, this whole thing feels rushed. Like, I don't know if they just didn't have, if Favreau didn't have a lot of time to write it. And then, you know, we know they had a lot of time to film it. They filmed it for like seven or eight months. Um, but I don't know. It, it, the whole thing feels rushed. I think Rodriguez is inexperienced in TV. That's why his episodes in particular are, are wonky. Um, I think Favreau. I don't know. I think the, that's what I'm saying about a second season. What well, this entire show could have just been boiled down to two episodes of Boba Fett, like trying to take over Tatooine. Really, there could have just been two episodes in, in the third season of The Mandalorian or something. And. What they set up at the end of this, where they were like, Boba's now, he just doesn't want to be the crime boss of Tatooine anymore. Um, you know, and they leave us on the tease of Cobb Vanth in the back of the tank. That probably implies, yeah, he's probably going to hand over the reins to Cobb, which I'm fine with, but I don't want a second season of Boba Fett to watch that story unfold, because I think that can be done in an episode or two of The Mandalorian. Um, if this had, if this season had come out and they just called it the Mandalorian season three, do you think there'd have been? Do you think you'd, there'd be any complaints? Because I don't think there would think, have been. I think there'd be less complaints because, like you said, the Mandalorian and everything around him, you know, it took two episodes away, and even this one, like the biggest emotional beat of this episode, and the stuff like probably most of us cared about was the reuniting of Din and Grogu, and you know the stuff they were up to. Um, my problem is that whatever whatever scene Din is in is he's the main character. That's just because, and that's not not it's not even necessarily a problem. It's just like that's the character they've made, which is a testament, by the way. It's a testament yeah. to them that they've created yeah, yeah. such a good character there. Um, but the scene where he's like chatting with Boba Fett, and he's like, "This is the Creed, etc." And he's like, "You really believe all that Bamfafado, etc." Like, I loved that scene. Firstly, for, to be honest, I love that moment between the two of them. Yeah, um, I think they had a great, great moment as well when they were fighting the pikes off, just back to back yeah, together. But he, but he felt like the main character. I think, I think they've got an issue with branding on all this. Like if they, when uh, they said they want to do Game of Thrones style storytelling, which we got, like, fair play, we got it. Um, in Game of Thrones, there was whole episodes that were dedicated to Daenerys or something, and you'd like. It was very common in Game of Thrones to have an episode about something and be like, "Oh, that's probably all we're going to get this whole season for that, for that, that storyline," <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and people were mostly okay with it. Um, but they've got to sort out what all these shows are called because I think you're going to quickly get, or it needs to even be like the Mandalorian subtitle, the Book of Boba Fett. So then it's like, at least everyone's aware. We're probably you're going to get some Mando. You're going to. You're gonna get some like Mando's the Luke Skywalker of this universe, you know. It's his yeah, yeah. his story, um, even in these spin-off shows. So I'm kind of like, I mean, or they're just gonna drag us all along with it because like maybe in Ahsoka we're just gonna be like, oh, okay, like we're just gonna get more Mando. Maybe that's how it's going. But I think they should probably think about how they name these things going forward. What do you think, Nick? 
Yeah, I perfectly agree with you. I, I like the idea you had of a like a Christmas sort of special idea. I think that would have worked better. Um, you can't get away from the fact that two of these episodes were just purely in and one was Luke Skywalker. Um, I agree also that I just didn't feel the threat of the Pikes. Like if you go back to Mando season one, remember the end when it's all about Moth Gideon and you got you got, you yeah. got the hundreds of stormtroopers. Like it was pretty much yeah, the same sort of thing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, they were hiding in that. Yeah, you've got the face of that though. Then like for the last two episodes, you had the face of Moth Gideon. You read still stories about him, mm-hmm. and then you did see what he was capable of. Whereas with the Pikes, you didn't have that. And then you took a two episode break. When you finally introduce them as a threat, you know, when they blow up um, Garza's like cantina thing, like mm-hmm. then you just go away for two episodes with um, with Boba Fett and, and the gang, you know. So I don't. I've got a crazy theory. One. So I don't think it was always the plan to have this Mando stuff in this show. I think I think they did. I think Book of Boba Fett was obviously commissioned before season two of Mando was done. Um, but I think they saw the reaction to Luke and how positive it was for Star Wars in general and how basically it was universally loved. And I think they thought, we got to have more of this. We can't leave it two years. So they quickly changed things a little bit because we were always told it was a six-episode show. <laughs> and then that changed. Um, yeah, but they never officially told us it was six episodes. Like, Luke's one didn't. It was just oh, like... Oh, they not? Okay, my outfit. mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's like the uh, it's like the um it's like the what's called the Kenobi thing. That's six episodes, but like various outlets claimed it was four. So like there was confusion about what that is as well. But it's, yeah, it's six. I I don't think it was always the plan, put it that way, to shoehorn in this Mando storyline. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I'm, like so, this is a theory. No, no, of course it's it's a conspiracy theory. That's what it is. Um, I think they got excited and were like, we don't want to leave it two years before we. Before we um, do more Luke, basically. yeah, and I do know they did film with Bryce. Bryce's episode was filmed around the end of March into April, so I know they filmed in that stuff then. And Boba Fett filmed until June, um, so I, I don't know if they did that, like whether it was in the writing stage or whether it was during production. If that like theory is true, um, mm. it's probably again, not. But... They did say <laughs> during the, the, the Disney's Investor Day that all of this stuff is going to like kind of entwine and all culminate in the one big event, which we believe is probably thrown, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah. And, and again, but I think what we all thought by that was how the MCU do it. And the MCU, you're not watching a, you're not watching a Thor film and then Thor disappears for half of it. No, you know, you watch a Thor film, you watch, you watch a Thor film. Like it's very, think, you might get other yeah. characters show up, but you don't, they don't, they don't just go, oh, you've come to watch Thor, Love and Thunder, for example. Well, Thor's not going to be here uh, for <clears> the <throat> middle hour and a half of the film. And we're just going to focus on, um, I don't know, uh, like the Guardians. So if, and again, if Thor, Love and Thunder comes out and I'm completely wrong and Thor disappears for the middle third of the film. Um, and it is just about the Guardians, then fair enough, things have changed, and I need to move the times, but um, the fact that it's going to be like an intertwined thing, I don't really buy that as an excuse for the poor the, the poor management of, one, how they named the series, and two, just how the series went. It felt, it felt very disjointed. 
which is a weird thing to say considering I like I said I enjoyed it <laughs> and I'd probably give the series a seven, but I don't think I I think there's some issues there because you're kind of annoying everyone a little bit by doing that because you're annoying the Boba Fett fans who just wanted to see Boba Fett, um, and then you're also kind of annoying the people that really love the Luke stuff because you're cutting back to the man to to the Jabba uh, to the Jabba to the flipping uh, Boba Fett stuff. Yeah, Count Dooku. Yeah, because you're cutting back to the. But, but then you've also got the issue is there's a whole new Jedi Temple being built, right? I don't care really about what the Pikes are doing on Tatooine at this point because I just saw like the first bits of a Jedi Temple being built. Do you know what I mean? It's like and yeah, but I think as well. That's the thing. If you were just, like Cad Bane is shown in the Jedi Temple episode, but if like the episode before and episode four, you would establish the Pikes as a bit more of a threat and then show us Cad Bane at the end of episode four. You'd be like, oh, there's something interesting going on back there as well. Like, you then want to see what happens if, on both if sides. Any, but it... If anything, I think that scene would have been much better in episode four. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have felt way more natural. Because you're already yeah. on Tatooine. Um, you have, oh, I've got to go and see an old friend. And then it cuts to... Um, it, it, cuts, it cuts away to Cobb Vamp and... And you have that little cameo there from Cad Bane. I think it would have worked a lot better. As it was, that last week's episode, more I think about it, the weirder that episode was, because you like had the, the Cobb Vamp cold open, and then you don't see any more of him for ages. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's like all over the place. So, yeah, there's, and again, even then it gets to that point. I'm like, these two episodes should have probably come out around Christmas time and been a but, um, before as a as a special that's kind of where i'm where i'm sitting so i think in this in this episode as well i didn't really feel stakes with the pikes or anything but also mm. do you know do you remember the scene where like uh chris nan's just getting blasted like he's getting like really shot at as he's trying to make his way back to like boba and the rest of the gang um i almost felt like you needed a death there like you needed chris Ant to die because then you would have felt like a bit more of the weight of the threat that's impending like oh maybe all of these guys don't get out of your alive because they only killed off the Gamorrean guards. Everybody else who was like a part of Boba Fett's crew, like the more main players, the, the ones they try to establish, like the mods, Kusantan, Fennec, Din, like they're all safe. Like nothing happens to any of those guys. Um, they either get shot at and they get in a scuffle, but you, if none of the main like crew dies, especially from villains that we haven't like we, we aren't threatened by already then you know i think that like makes things a bit worse um i don't know like and i like Kersantan. like it's not like a beef against his character or anything i just think like like he was getting shot at and then like a few scenes later he's jogging you know like yeah, it was a bit strange yeah yeah it's a, few, a few things again and then the guy like he is injured again later on Kersantan. and then the guy does a jason derulo spin and like shoots after like the pipes, and I'm like, well, just let Chris Stanton die over there. Like, you know, I don't think there was any need for that character to be in this show. No, yeah, I think you take him out, and the show doesn't change. No, I think he's, there, he's cool, there. He's right? there. He's there. He's there for fan service. He's there for fan service and to sell toys when they eventually put a toy out of him. You know. Um, I think we're but... vastly overestimating the toy market, but well, the toy market about, start think... with do you honestly think that that's why they put characters in these days because of the toys they can sell sometimes yeah 
You're telling um, me a kid I, isn't going to want to buy like it's really cool like badass Wookiee character? Of course they are. You're asking. I think you're asking a lot for a kid to follow what's going on in this show. <laughs> Maybe I'm well, wrong. We were, we were kids and we followed along with the prequels. Not yeah. really. I mean, we yeah, enjoyed we the enjoyed ride, it, but <laughs> we enjoyed it. And we enjoyed the podcast. We're, like, yeah. we're having trade debates, you know. Like, I just don't. You know, I'm not sure the toy market is as big as it once was. No, I, I think kids not. have moved on. Like when we were kids, maybe things were put in there so they could sell toys. But I don't think, I don't think they thought should we put this Wookiee character in for? They put that Wookiee character in because you see, he's a popular character from the EU. Um, like there's no, there's no other reason for that character being in there. What was you going to say before we get you off? Uh, what did you think of um, Fennec Shan through this whole series? I a bit not not as much as Chris Anthony, but I thought it was a, she was a little bit wasted. Do you think? Yeah, I think I think we've said it for the show, right? That she's kind of just been left to the to wayside. There was that one episode they had, I think it was episode four, when they went and got um uh, the ship back. We saw a bit mm. more of her and got got an understanding of, of their relationship. Um, I had one cool scene in this today. Where she like murders everybody in that one room, and I was like, "That's the type of stuff I kind of wanted to see from her." It was weird, but like, I wanted to see more of her do that stuff because we know she's like this master assassin. Like, Mm. and she took out everybody in that room without even entering it. Like, you know, that's the type of stuff I kind of wanted to see from her. Was her be this badass that we know she is? Well, apparently, well, we know she is because we've been told she is, but we haven't got to see that. Um, And I was hoping Book of Boba Fett would show us. Like, you know, what they told us about her, um, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even Boba Fett himself, like, a lot of people complain that he isn't really a badass. And I don't mind that. Like, we know from the start of the season, he was, like, injured. Like, he wasn't at, like, full strength and all of that. But I don't know. I didn't mind the Fennec Shand scene today, but I think overall, she was kind of wasted in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but what did you think of, of Fennec? Um. Yeah, just uh, they 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 did a really good job fleshing out Boba Fett. I will say that I really like Boba Fett as a character. I understand why he wants to do stuff. Um, he's like very much an anti-hero now. Um, but they dedicated if if the brief was you've got four episodes because in reality that's all they had. If the brief was you've got four episodes to make us care about these characters, um, they did a pretty bad job with everyone else. Um, to be honest, I don't. I st- like what was the kid's name? What the mods? The really pale kid that I don't know how she'd be so pale if she lives on a desert planet. <laughs> the girl, Drash. Yeah, her name is. What's yeah. her name? Drash. D R A S H. Drash. Is that so? Who's so- Sophie Thatcher? Who's Sophie Thatcher? Drash. Well, she's the pale uh, kid. Right? Th- what? That's her. That's her. Um. That's the actor's name, is it? Sophie Thatcher. Right, okay. Yeah. Drash is the. Character. Oh, I got you. Drash is the character. Okay. Yeah. Like those guys. Like, who knows what they're about? Um. One of those could have died, and I would not have known. Maybe they did. Who knows? Um, um, I didn't really care about the Wookiee. There was no need for the Wookiee to be there. Um, uh, 
just uh, give me any other any other character in this show can you think had any sort of development master rebo he lived until he didn't <laughs> oh don't yeah. get me wrong i love max rebo as much as the next guy no but gen serious question and i'm talking about the boba fett episodes i'm not talking about because <laughs> weirdly that some of the best work was on din grogu and luke yeah we got we did mm -hmm. get to see I think we got to see a slightly flawed Luke, which I quite liked. Um, yeah. Like an arrogant Luke, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, nobody really benefited from uh, the story, did they? Like, outside of Din, Grogu, Boba, and Luke. Yeah, um, what do we know What what do we know new about Fennec Shan that we didn't know? Well, that, that's the shooting of Xbox to, like, work with him. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's literally... It's more than just that he saved her life, that, you know, she has respect for him. Yeah, I think thundercat had more character development than uh than the wookie boy did he discuss <laughs> he did he? well we know he only cares about money yeah but Chris, we know that chris Stanton, like doesn't want to work for like horrible bosses anymore and that he's not beef for trying oceans i'm being i'm being uh i'm being obnoxious um, yeah, yeah but she's facetious yeah, I just I think there was they squeezed too much into it, basically. Yeah, I know it sounds like we've been overly negative, but like it's not negative about the episode, it's negative about the series as a whole. Like that it's been disappointing. Like oh, actually possibly... I did I don't even think it's been that disappointing. I just it's just been messy. I think it's disappointing as a Boba Fett series. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mandalorian season three. It's good. So that's right now with like Obviously, the post-credits teaser was Cobb in the back of the tank with Thundercat, you know, there. Uh, so that means he's going to get modded at some point. Um, do you uh, do you want a second season? Because obviously, Boba at the end of this, he says that he doesn't actually want this anymore, and it's implied that it's going to be Cobb, Cobb Vanth that takes over. Um, and he seems like the right guy for the job, but I don't want a second season of Boba Fett with that going on. I would just rather that be. Somewhere in a Mandalorian season or something. I don't want to see six or seven episodes of just Cobb Vanth taking over Tatooine. You know, like maybe with that, uh, the Twilight Garza, you know, like even though we don't know if she's alive or not, it seems as if both of those people could run Tatooine quite well. Um, but I don't want to see a show about it. I'd rather see just a couple of episodes about it. Like, do you, you appear want to see a second season or no? I don't want to see a second season the way this season was, no. Yeah, same. Because but if you want to give me a Boba Fett story, give me a Boba Fett story. Because but what this showed me was that they didn't even have enough for a boat for one Boba Fett story. No, I don't think they did. I think it should have just been a couple of episodes. That's why, like, I think if they do, if they want to explore the Cobb Man thing, just do it in an episode of Mandalorian. Don't put it in. Uh, it, just don't make a season around it. I think I think it was quite as well that Boba Fett. I think we, I think we did complain about it on the run up, but we didn't actually know why he was why he wanted to take over Tatooine. And I think we found that out in the fourth episode. Um, you know that he wants a place to like you know, kind of call his own. He doesn't want to work for crime lords anymore. He wants to be a crime lord and like treat people with respect as he does, and um, and all that. And then the episode we get fully of him again. By the end of it, he's like, actually, I don't want this anymore. You know, um, I think that's quite weird. 
I think he's all right with sort of being behind the scenes protecting the place. I think he's all right with that. I just don't think he really wants to be the, the front the front man, you know? Yeah, that's why I think Cobb and, and the Twilight could be good at that. Because we've seen how the Twilight can like negotiate things at a like, cantina place, right? And we know how protective Cobb is of his people. So I think they would be the natural fits to rule Tatooine. Um, but that's just me, I think. Weird. A very weird yeah. series, a little bit. Yeah, I wish they'd just called it the Mando subtitle. Um, yeah, even if you called it the Mandalorian colon the Book of Boba Fett, I think you would have. It would have made more sense, like yeah, from yeah. yeah, I think so. And um, also, it means I'm going to have to rewatch the whole damn thing because B's going to know what happened with Grogu. Yeah. Oh, gosh, me too. Um. Yeah. Um. Cad Bane definitely dead, or are we kind of. I'm like dead. A, like it looked a like noise. You know, there was some sort oh, of beeping yeah. noise. Wasn't there when it I was do like... have a slight issue of this thing that anyone can get killed, and as long as you get like Thundercat involved and put them in a back to tank, they'll be all right. No one's ever really gone. Yeah, but who's? Does anybody actually want to save Cad Bane other than the bikes? Like, wouldn't Boba Fett make sure he's dead? You know? No, yeah, yeah, I think so. And he's and he was old anyway. But my point is, I just, I, I'm a bit. I think we'll see more live action Cad Bane in other shows, so I'm not worried about not seeing him again. Yeah. Um, um, what would be your scores for the tonight's episode? Seven. It sevens around for me. Hold up! Didn't you give like a nine to the Din Djarin episode? Like the single yeah, one? yeah, yeah. The rest of them are sevens, and the shows are seven. Nick gave two tens. I remember that. The two episodes yeah. of Pizza Bob Fed, um, Yeah. So where are you now for this episode, Nick? This is like a 6.75 for me. Yeah, I'd probably be 6.5 or 7 on this one as well. Um, I think as overall, as a Boba Fett series, it's like a 6.5. But as a stepping stone to the Mandalorian, it's more like a 7. If that makes any sense. Um, True. So, right. Um, do you want to move on to Obi Wan? Well, what's happening with that? Well, THR finally said it's coming out in May, which is like obviously the thing everybody's been expecting for the longest time Surprise, anyway. Right, to be sure. But it worked. Yeah. Wasn't um, it the, not the director, but wasn't it someone working on it that tweeted it out accidentally? There was a <laughs> Disney. Plus, yeah, um, like manager that accidentally tweeted it out. I feel and so then, bad for him. <laughs> I like that he tried to like turn it around straight away. He's like, I meant the, the, the comic book, you know? Yeah, that comic um, was just like uh, yeah. central as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, um, you know, I, May is what we expect. I don't know if it'll, if it'll be May 4th. I would say to keep an eye on May 25th, which is also Wednesday. So, and a new hope released on, uh, May 25th. So, okay. Maybe keep an eye on that day. Um, see what you've done uh, there. As today as well, Ewan McGregor confirmed that uh, Hayden film scenes, not just as Darth Vader, but as Anakin as well in Kenobi. So, we're definitely getting flashbacks. Um, oh, damn. Oh, because of your training. Definitely. <laughs> not, a, not a half bad attempt, Pev. Quiet uh, as a tomb. Yeah. Um, so when do you think we're finally going to start to see Kenobi marked in there? 
Oh, the show's still not. I still don't believe it's coming out. I won't believe it until it's on my screen. I told like what, a Kenobi. What? I believe this is coming out more than Andor. <laughs> Bezzy was about to say something there and realised he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um... <laughs> what were you going to say, Bezzy? No, a lot. Um... <laughs> Looking interesting. Nice! <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Uh, also, I think it came out today or yesterday. It's all kind of blurred. But um, the Mandalorian season three is going to be in December. Um, which again, we've all speculated about and said for like a while. Um, I went back and listened to an episode from June that we did. Um, and in that episode, all of us were here saying, "Yeah, we think it'll be in Christmas time that we see it if we see it at all." So, yeah, it's not a surprise. And the fan thing, I think Bob and Bob that maybe more excited about Mandalorian. You know, um, like it, it made me realize how attached I am to Ben and to Grogu. But do you think? Um, I think Grogu goes back to Luke. I hope he doesn't. Really? That would feel really like flip floppy. No, like, I don't I want think, that to become a thing. I think that's the thing because I think he chose that, and Luke's going to be like. Oh, cool. Well, um, no, he's going to have chosen the lightsaber and then he'll be like, right, now you get to go save your friends like I did. Well, we all, we know from, like, other canon material, right? Like, the Ben is his actual first student. So, it makes sense oh, really? that Grogu... Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Makes sense that Grogu doesn't stay there. Um, final bit of Kenobi thing, which I can't talk about because I put it out. Uh, Rupert Friend is playing the Grand Inquisitor. From Star Wars Rebels in Obi Wan Kenobi, um, yeah, and the pro- a lot of people, brutal. a lot of people upset about um, it not being Jason Isaacs. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. Um, considering he was the voice, and you know he's still a good actor. Good shape. <laughs> yeah, he's a good actor. Um, but I think like this is a few years before Rebels. Uh, Rupert Friend looks younger than um, than Isaacs, and yeah, I don't know. I, Rupert Friend isn't a bad actor either. But like, when you look at that guy in the face, like he looks like the Grand Inquisitor. I think. Um, you know, when I was told that that's who he's playing, I was like, of course he is. Like he looks like him. Like how didn't we like figure this out before? Um, but yeah, uh, there's like three Inquisitors. You know, uh, the Grand Inquisitor, the Fifth Brother, which is played by Sun Kang, apparently, and then there's one from the girl from uh, Queen's Gambit. As well, and she's there's, there's stuff with her, but I can't go into. But um, yeah, uh, are you excited about the Grand Inquisitor being in it at all? Like you two mm. about the Grand Inquisitor? Let's see what he does. See what they do with him. Yep, yeah. I'm with Nick. I, I don't like care about. I don't care. I yeah. I'll care more if they helicopter. Hmm? Make see, him do the helicopter lightsaber, you cowards. I, we don't think oh. they're going to do it because they're a lot more serious helicopter, than the helicopter Mate, the helicopter savers flipping, you flipping cowards. Do it. Well, <laughs> we want it. Like we said, we, if, if it happens, you've got to put the Tokyo Drift song to it. But, you know? Mate, the helicopter savers are the flipping ones, mate. Everyone thinks um, it's dumb, but do it. It doesn't I make any funny. sense. Yeah. 
Oh, here it is. I've got a video of it. I'm gonna put it in the chat in case you haven't this seen is, this. Nick. This is this is this is great for uh, listeners. Yeah, audio is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. There you go. Enjoy that. Um. So whilst Nick's watching a video of a helicopter, um, catching Andor season two comes in autumn. Really? What about season one? Can we get that first, please? We're getting that in like late August. Sometimes I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> no. Not until I see I heard it. it I heard it was still filming in Little Marlow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stellan Skarsgård just floated out to the filming it in autumn. He said as well that they're filming Dune in July. So, uh, obviously, he plays the, the Baron, doesn't he, in that? Um, uh, yes. So, I thought I'm doing in July. That won't come out next year. You don't think it'll come out next year? They're filming D- June this d- this July. This July, yeah, for like three that, months, I think. I felt like that sooner than we all thought. No, it is. Yeah, like Denny did say that there was going to be like autumn at first. So I think they must have sorted it out with schedules to do it a bit earlier. Oh, wicked! We might get that yeah. film a bit sooner then. Yeah, it's supposed to come out uh, October, twenty twenty three. So, that's, hopefully, the, the that's decent. I thought it was going to be a lot longer than that. Well, you think we're going to have to wait like four or five years for it? I thought it was going to be like 24, 25, yeah. Yeah. Considering oh, they hadn't even greenlit it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's had a script in the background, though, didn't he? So. Oh, yeah. yeah like that, that's yeah. like, um, that was definitely a film that, that, that film was definitely the first half of a story like there's no mm. doubt about it like he definitely had mm. the second half planned it was just I just thought we'd have to wait a lot longer yeah. so I'd sort of forgotten about it but I might rewatch June sooner now <laughs> because of that yeah. don't watch the 1984 one I watched that for the first time not a good film flipping it that looked you sent a clip and oh my goodness me get out yeah. of my head and the kid <laughs> doing the terrible lip syncing. Yeah. Oh boy. Like that's Just David about... Lynch, isn't it? Like yeah, so he's like, he's like boy. He's like meant to he's like good. What happened? <laughs> it's the first half of that film isn't that bad, but the second half it's just like it's just doesn't That guy turned down Return of the Jedi for that. Yeah, it's not a good film. Um so glad Dinny took over. What do you think of the uh, oh what do they call what are those big slug things that they called the flipping navigators the guild guild navigators weird isn't it they look weird Um, I'm interested to see what he does with that in uh, Doom Part Two yeah I also want to see what he does you know in one they're those they're those people in one that have like the staffs and stuff that look like Daft Punk well I think they're half half halfway there yeah yeah, that's what they're supposed to be Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Well, I want to see what's under that helmet then. I want to see how like disgusting they are. Well, I think they go full slug. That's 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 you know halfway through their transition. Mm. So yeah. Mm. Did you like the helicopter sabers, Nick? <laughs> I have not watched it. Oh, did you go watch that? I think I on. It's like it's not very long. It's four seconds long. Oh, that was nice. Uh, do you want to talk about the acquisition wars then, Pev? Since... Uh. I don't think we've got much more to add. Like it basically our our um conversation with regards Blizzard Activision also applies here. Like I have the exact same thoughts. Um it's just getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. Yeah, but Sony did say that Destiny and the other stuff will go to other platforms, like Xbox included, and then Xbox today said that 
Call of Duty will go to the PlayStation past 2023. Um, but more importantly, Sony said they bought Bungie for their experience in live services um, and what they could do for uh, Sony as a whole. Um, and on an earnings call the other day, they revealed they have 10 live service games in development. And that's why Bungie was bought, basically, was to help with with that. Because Sony doesn't really have successful live services. But Bungie's obviously made a successful like game out of that with, with Destiny 2. You know, like that's been supported now into what is it, it's fifth year mm-hmm. this year, Destiny 2. Yeah, so you know, they clearly know what they're doing. And I think that Sony are, are making multiple like spin-off games of the big IP. So like I think Horizon's gonna get one a last one says with factions. There's rumors of Ghost of Shishima is that's what like all the other stuff they're gonna do, but Ghost of Tsushima would be a great one. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy with Sony buying Bungie because they're not like keeping it exclusive to PlayStation, but they're using Bungie's expertise and life services to help the other games. Because to me, all of the language is all a bit fluffy on everyone's part. Like mm-hmm. it's it's all worded in a way they can very easily change what they their minds about. Like them saying, "Oh, because they I I'm pretty sure the Sony quote was we're going to keep Destiny multi-platform, right?" That was the original quote, yeah. And then they did say after that, then that they are going to put it like Destiny will continue to live on Xbox as well. Okay, they, they did say that after could, that. That could mean Destiny too, while they carry on. Um, they also said the new IP as well that they're working on. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So. Fair enough. I got that wrong. I feel like with Call of Duty, though, they they're sort of talking about Warzone. Basically, I still think maybe. Well, today they they said titles past twenty twenty three, new titles past twenty twenty three. So fingers crossed. Yeah, whether um, that means Warzone three or not. This, yeah, this, I don't. This is what I mean. I don't care about Call of Duty. I know. I don't think you do either. No, I don't. Um, I just I don't like the. I've said before. I don't like the exclusives thing. I think you should. Well, I think the only, the only exclusive things I, I support is if it's just like a... It's like Naughty Dog, right? That's a Sony first-party studio. Um, and has been for decades. So that makes sense. But um, same thing with like 343, making Halo. Um, that's, that makes sense to me. But obviously, if you're taking something like, you know, the, the Elder Scrolls series and Fallout and Call of Duty and whatever, I think that's a different ball game than um, and Destiny as well. So... Yeah, existing IPs I think is a different ball game. I think existing yeah. IPs should stay where they need to. So yeah. like I've got no issue with Starfield being exclusive. No, I, same. I don't think Fallout Five should be. No, I'm I'm with you as well. Um, but there we so go. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we have no control. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> just gonna buy two consoles. Like I'm just waiting for an excuse to buy an Xbox. Um, you know, once they've got like enough excuses, I'm ready to go and to tackle. I'm, I'm definitely going to get one. Um, I've said that since day one. Um, so it's just just a waiting game. If you can hear noises, it's my dog just being an idiot. We can't um, hear anything. You're all good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you want to do the top five games like the 40 that you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will run off with my number five, which is Hogwarts Legacy. Supposedly coming out in September. Um, and it feels like we've been waiting on this one for years at this point i'm assuming it's on your list as well uh hogwarts mm-hmm. yeah yes yes sorry i was just getting the list up on my phone yeah, yeah hogwarts, hogwarts is on there are these ranked are we ranking these 
I had him in a in a ranking list, but you can just say any if you want. I don't, I don't I, mind. I don't have him in a ranking list. I mean, my they're pretty. Again, I'm fairly sure you've probably got Lego Star Wars on there. No, I don't. You don't? Okay. Oh, I got more excited for the Lego Star Wars game than I was from that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unfortunate that they seem to have really crunched their developers. Um, yeah. Just got hope it's not riddled with bugs because it really seems like they've packed a lot into that game, but it looks really yeah. good fun. Yeah. Um, um, I've, I've got Gotham Knights down. I haven't got that down. I haven't got that one down. No. It's, it's the only Warner Brothers DC game we're getting now this year um, since Suicide Squad has been delayed. But the reason I'm more excited for Gotham Knights is it's a chance for WB. Montreal to more so you can play that game in co-op and I'm really excited about like running around as like Batgirl and having a friend, you know, play as Red Hood or Robin and just going through no. a story in a different way. You know? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. If it's crossplay as well, like that'd be cool. If like if you're interested in that game, you could run around as Robin. Oh, I did not know it was co-op, so that does change things a little bit. Yeah. Um. What else have you got now? Um. Bit out of left field, but Sonic Frontier. That is an unexpected one, to be fair. Um, I've got this sort of weird nostalgia when it comes to Sonic like open world games. Hmm. Um, yeah. Sonic Adventure, I played the hell out of when I was little. Just, just it gets me in a in a weird way. But they've sort of done the same thing. It almost looks like Breath of the Wild Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm sort of um curious, more curious than anything, maybe. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think I'm allowed to anticipate a game because I'm curious, right? That's my list. Um, I would say so. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um. Yeah, sort of. It piqued my curiosity while I was looking at what games were coming out this year. So it's on mm-hmm. my list. Uh, I've got Star Wars oh. Jedi down. Um, <laughs> it's not confirmed about this year. Yeah, yeah like Fallen Order one. Uh, I don't think it's the strongest Star Wars story, and I think a lot of people do kind of overrate it. Um. You know, considering it's very reminiscent of like Uncharted sort of gameplay and Tomb Raider mixed in with some Castlevania and Metroid vibes. But I think they'll take what they learned from the first one and improve it. Um, so I'm excited about it. You know, it's, so, it's the most exciting Star Wars game that we know about outside of probably KOTOR. Mm-hmm. But that's like a while away. So I got uh, Star Wars Jedi 2 down. Fair um, enough. Nick, you got stuff. <laughs> Keep sending this goddamn gif. Um, next for me is Starfield. Obviously, um, yeah. it's probably the big Xbox exclusive coming out this year. Yeah. Um, it's a sci-fi RPG. Sign me up. Looks, yeah, big time. They've been they've been working on it a long time, um, mm-hmm. and it's just exciting to have a new franchise happening. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, for me, it's Horizon Forbidden West, which I think is a week away now. Um, that was on your list last year. <laughs> that was on my list last year, as was Hogwarts Legacy, as was Gotham Knights. Um, and my number one was also on my list last year. So, yeah, great, you know? Yeah, but Horizon's finally coming up next week. Um, 
I really enjoyed the first one, like the world. I thought the story was kind of weak. Um, but from all accounts, it seems as if they've taken a lot of complaints on board. Like traversal was a problem with the first one. Um, and from everything we've seen, they've definitely improved that. For this game, um, enemy variety is even more varied, and I enjoyed the enemy variety in the first one. Um, I just hope the writing's better for the for the story. Um, but very excited, first big PlayStation exclusive of the year, and hopefully, you know, it's up to standard. Uh, what's your number one then? Because you only got one left, right? Oh, uh, the Avatar game. I forgot that's this year. Yeah. Yeah. So had I. I'm well excited for it. Frontiers um, of Pandora. Yeah. Mate, it's Assassin's Creed on Pandora. It's going to be great fun for 30 hours. And I will probably won't finish the story, but... Uh, <laughs> because they're way, cause they're way too long. Um, but <laughs> it's, a, it's, a <laughs> it's a good insight, though, into like what we can expect from the next Star Wars game they're doing. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's that team, right? so. that's, that's what... That's kind of half... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah. Um, and then number one for me, unsurprisingly, is another PlayStation exclusive. It's God of War Ragnarok. Um, they've shown a lot more of that now since they did two years ago. If you can hear a squeaky toy going off, it is my dog. I thought he didn't have access to the squeaky toy, but it turns out he does. Um, he has just climbed carry, the table. Just carry on. Just carry on. He has, he has climbed the table to get it. So fair play to him. Um, yeah, uh, God of War Ragnarok. Again, a lot of people consider the first one, the 2018 one, a masterpiece. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I think it's one, of, probably one of the best games I've ever played. Um, I'm just excited to see where that goes. Like the first one ended on such a cliffhanger, um, and they, they said this could be the last one. And if it is, then hopefully they stick the landing. But yeah, my list is pretty much the same as it was last year, ex- except for Jedi Fallen Order. So there we go. Right, right. Now it's the main event, is it, boys? What we, it's what we've all been waiting for. It's time for the Bob Fantasy League. <laughs> right. I don't know about you boys, but that sounded awful. My headphones, so that did. Yeah, it broke up. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was appropriate then. Um, um, right. So I'm going first, followed by Pev, followed by Nick. So number one on my list, I've got. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And, you are and... so predictable. I didn't think you'd pick that. Why? I just thought that oh, was like... Oh. A st- I thought that was like Stonewall Nick. Nah, if he's got well, first picks, man, he's going for the most obvious ones. Come on. Play the game. I didn't go for the super obvious ones last year. No, because um, no, I got him, in, got him in first, didn't it? Definitely. Um, yeah, I'm going for Across the Spider-Verse. I don't think it'll be as loved as the first one. But I think it'll still be like adored. Um, so I'm going to say 85% for that one. Um, Heavy, you are going next. So what's yours? Your um, I'm going turning red. Oh yeah, that's only like a month away, right? Yep. I'm going to give that 83%. Um, mm-hmm. They've had a few 90-odd percent films recently pixar mm-hmm. um uh i'm just being safe <laughs> so yeah yeah 83 are you writing these down i am yeah don't worry yeah cool 83 percent for turning red that's what i'm going for uh nick what is your first pick i'm going for the most obvious the batman the big batman and what are you going for score wise 
90 percent he's going for a big lad mm. um i'm gonna go for there's so many i'm gonna go obvious because you know i because i picked it last year and it didn't come out uh don't worry darling uh red script love oh, it this flipping film 80 percent um that's right that's where i'm going I, I talked about it last year i don't really need to talk about it again uh so yeah 80 percent I thought we were doing like round robin style. That's how we did it last year, but it's fine. We'll do it this way. Um, uh, I'm going with a film called Everything Everywhere All at Once. I I considered this one. I really did. Um, I think this could be a hit. Mm -hmm. I'm optimistic. I'm pulling this figure out of my rear end. I'm going 87%. 87. That's quite high. It is high, but it's very. I very feel high. like this could be a critical darling. Yeah, I know his last film uh, was a film called Swiss Army Man with Daniel Radcliffe. I think that's seventy something percent, but mm. this has gone be- like over uh, a lot better. I think like everybody who's seen the trailer loved it, like on Twitter and on like forums and stuff. So yeah, I think this is the one that goes pretty high. Uh, Nick, what is your second pick? I feel like I might be stealing one of Pevy's here. I'm going to go for Knives Out 2. I'm very annoyed about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, went, I went for it. I went I thought he was. I thought he was going for something else, to be fair. Um, so, that's good this for is me. A, uh, I'm going to say... Oh, first one got... What did he get? This one got a high score. Yeah, 97%. Oh! And I've already gone 90s with Batman. I'll go 88%. Yeah, you went higher than I was going to go with that. Yeah. Um, right, what am I picking now? Do I want to rob one from Pear because I think he's got his own there? Do I want to. You've got to play the your... game. i got to play the game, so do you want me to rob from yeah. Pear You know, it's kill right, be gonna... killed in this game. Alright, right, cool, cool. I'm going to pick a light year for 80%. I hadn't picked that. Because I thought oh. someone would, I thought someone would try and nick that from me. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Playing yeah, the so. game, boys. Tactics. He is playing the game this year, yeah. Um, so yeah, eighty percent for that. I think it'll get higher, but I want to play it safe. Toy Story Four wasn't very good, in my opinion, and this obviously is kind of like a spin-off. So, uh, Pev, your third. Um, uh, there's a film coming out called Blonde uh, mm-hmm. which stars Anna de Armas as uh, Marilyn Monroe yeah it's uh, quite controversial right so Netflix is happening yeah but I'm going to go with 85% mm-hmm. mm. yeah I think the only reason they like they've taken it is because the studio thought it was too raunchy to put out so like, I don't think that's the that's the thing against um, the quality of the film you know it's just the studio was too scared Anna de Armas is a decent, uh, very good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- yeah, I've got, I got, I got high hopes. So I'm going eight. What did I say? Eighty-five. If you put it down. Eight, eighty-five percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nick, what is your third? Sonic the Hedgehog two. And um, I'm going what for seventy-one percent. <laughs> Far too high. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> it might be it might go that way. It might be better than the first one. 
so in my opinion, only have to like it just to, for it to get a thing. It doesn't need to be universally liked. Um, the first one got where is it? The first one got sixty-three percent. So you never know if it's better. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll improve upon that one. I'm planning yeah. on it being good. Yeah. Um. Right. So for my four, I'm gonna pick Babylon. Uh, Damien Chazelle's next film. Uh, Brad Pitt starring Tobey Maguire, Margot Robbie. Uh, he hasn't really had a miss, really, with his last three films. They've all been good. Uh, I love La La Land, but Whiplash is very good. And I thought Miss Man was good, but not as good as the other two. But I think he always hits in the 80s or above with these films. So I'm going for Babylon with 82%. Good for you. There's a film here I didn't think would still be in play, and I'm like... If it's not in play now, is it worth saving for the wild card and go for the jugular? Yeah, that's why I, I didn't want to do wild card straight away because I want to put all that for the for the double. So I'm. <laughs> it's really difficult. I might need this. I'm going to bank it. I got to play it safe. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to go for nope. Yeah, I had that one down. Oh, thank goodness I picked that. Um... <laughs> 92 percent. I'm going for. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Um, my, I think it'll probably be in the nineties. Um, the other two were right. The other two were very much in the nineties. They actually yeah. were rated higher than that, but I want the ninety-two yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's better to go lower, lower down in the nineties than to just lose them all. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick. Uh, was this my fourth pick? Fourth, yeah. Stuff it, let's go with it. Avatar. 74. Oh, oh you absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just have a rage. Nah, I got to find another... I got to find another film yeah. quick. Yeah, um, boy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's bold. Um, what, 74% or pick an Avatar? Or just both? pick an Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, it, I think if it was going to be delayed, it would have been by now. Yeah. Oh, crap. When's it going to be coming out? December. Yeah, but it's oh. been delayed every year since 2016. Yeah, I think 2015? so. 2015? I actually think it was meant to come out the year Force Awakens was coming out, you know? Yeah. Um. Right. So, I'm on my fifth. And I'm going to pick uh, The Northman. Uh, it's a Robert Eggers film. His last two films, The Witch and The Lighthouse, got really highly rated. I think one was in the 80s, the other one was in the 90s. Comes out in April. Um, so I think he's a director to watch. So I'm going to go with The Northman for 83%. That's my fifth pick. Uh, so, Pevy, it is you for your fifth. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. A pick from last year. Here's a pick from last year. I'm going to go 70 playing safe for that one yeah yeah i can't have another embarrassment like i did last year boys 133 <laughs> oh, um, bear in mind we picked six films and i got 133 yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm basically the burnley of this podcast mate uh nick what is your film Thor: love and thunder yeah, and what do you want to give it for a score? 
82 percent i think that's fair i think it's fair i think i think you'll get it like absolutely tiger swan's always like right pretty highly right yeah but i think i don't think it would be as good as ragnarok i think he had magic in the bottle for that one yeah so we're now on our wildcard picks so these are double points um (laughs) so and it's lucky Mm. because i am literally on the last thing i had down because I'm like, gone. Had... I'm I'm having to look through other stuff <laughs> right yeah. now. Um, so I'm just go, go for a blockbuster. You got to go for one, Pevy. Come on, have one blockbuster and yeah, I'm deciding which one. Carry on, Bezzy. So I'm gonna go for a film called Disappointment Boulevard. Uh, it's by Ari Aster, who did Midsummer. Um, I can't remember the other film he did, but that was a good film. It's hydrated. This one stars Walking Phoenix and Meryl Streep. So with those two names attached, you know it's going to be pretty quality at that rate. Um, so I'm going for Disappointment Boulevard at 78%. Um, there's rumours it could be four hours long, so I think that could hold it back. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that anyway. Um, Pevy, what is your wildcard pick? Oh, oh, <laughs> I should have saved Say a it. flipping safe one for the wildcard. Say it. Uh Say what? Minions? I'm not doing Minions again. <laughs> <laughs> Part of my brain wanted to go for the Puss in Boots sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to do that. Do you know what? Let's get the. Let's do it. Let's flip and do it, boys. Multiverse of Madness. Let's flip and go. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> let's go Multiverse of Madness. And I'm going. That is going to get... Ah, it's going to be... Oh, I don't. The problem is, is with that film, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I'm not even 100% that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, do I just play it safe? Just double points anyway. <laughs> oh, I've got my hands over my face right now. Can you tell? <laughs> um, I'm going to. Do you know what? Yeah, uh, let's. I think this is going to get 82%. There we go. 82%. Wow. It's locked in. That is very high. It's high. <laughs> it is very high. Wow. It's too high, actually. I already it's regret too it. Too high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, it'll, I think it'll go over well. It's, it's probably got a lot of cameos in it. Like, you know, yeah, I know, it's, but this is the critics. Over. This isn't the audience score. It's the critics score. And critics, I'm not. Critics gave Spider Man 94%. Yeah, that's because it was a good film. And I feel like we're tempting fate by doing a very similar film so soon after and expecting it to be good again. Yeah. Oh, I should have just gone Morbius at 50%. What an idiot. <laughs> you idiot. I don't, I don't even think that's safe. I think that could get like 20%. Yeah, I don't think that's safe either. I've, I've got... The, okay, so in front of me, I've got like Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, well, no. I've got The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minions. Moonfall. Uh, Black <laughs> Panther. Like, these are all films where it's like, who knows? This, how, yeah, what, literally could yeah, get the, the Mario film. Like, these could all... <laughs> There's a new eye set. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, I picked the wrong film. All right. I'm not going to say what. Go on. He's had a stinker. I know the film. I should have picked. I've just seen it. You just spoke about a Mario film. My dog's called Mario and he's here right now trying to like rip my bed. Mm-hmm. Spot. So, yeah. <sighs> go and chase it. Right, Nick, what's your sick pick? Well, I've gone for blockbusters, so I'm going to go for something a little bit different. 
Death on the Nile. That is right. the sequel to um, what do you call I've it? Got a, Murder got on the Orient Express. It's already got a score. Oh, yeah, it's already got a score. Damn! It's got 68%. Okay, I'll change it quickly and I'll go for... uh, Jurassic Park. Fair enough. Dominion. And what (laughs) are you going for? That was another one where it's like, could go either way. Well, it's up to Guevara to land this plane, man. He's getting a chance to land a trilogy, yeah. So oh, mate, this is why good. I love this is why I love the wild card one because it's almost all. By the time it's got to that, they've fifteen screwed, films have gone, haven't they? I think we've screwed each other on the wild card because we all just try to nick from one another. Like uh, I was yeah. going to say Lightyear, but I thought no, Pevy might pick her earlier, so I'm going to steal it. And then you went early with what you considered a safer prediction, and then you were stuck with Doctor Strange. And now Nick is like, well, he's fumbling around as well. So, but yeah, I'll go Jurassic Park, and I'll go sixty-seven percent. I think that's a good bet. What did Fallen Kingdom get? Does anybody know? Uh, seventy. I just looked. I think I think it'll go better than Fallen Kingdom. That got seventy-one seventy-one percent. Yeah, I think. Fallen he Kingdom said 67, has... that's locked in. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, happy. I'm happy with that, I'm happy with that. Fallen Kingdom has 47%. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at Jurassic World, just the, the first one, sorry. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still happy with 67. Do you know the, yeah, the one I, should, I wish I'd pick? I wish I'd just pick that flipping Del Toro Pinocchio. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I saw well, that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. It's the yeah, one well, I should have picked. Well, there we go. Has no one taken... Uh, have you done yours, Pivy? Yeah, oh, we, we have. have. We're all done. No one wanted uh, Black Panther, no? I don't think no, no one, no one, no one, no one wants to call where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, think it was just to marry me. Don't worry, everyone listening from last week, I thought about it, but you know. But uh, just to go through them, uh, mine is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at 85, Don't Worry Darling at 80, Lightyear at 80, Babylon at 82, Northman at 83, Just Final Boulevard at 78, Heavy Picked Turning Red at 83, Everything, everywhere, all at once at 87. Blonde at 85. Nope at 92. Top Gun Maverick at 70. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness at 82. Then Nick picked. It's the piss. <laughs> the, the Batman at 90. Knives Out 2 at 88. Sonic 2 at 71. Avatar 2 74. Thor 4. Love and Thunder at 82. Jurassic World Dominion at 67. So. This is going to be, be a this is going to be a mad one, boys. I think this is going to be way closer than it was last year. Um, I'm excited, actually. I'm glad you're taking it seriously for a change. I'm actually yeah. I'm actually invested this year. Yeah. Yeah. Last time it came down to me, like to the final film, Nightmare Alley. Yeah, if man. I didn't get what I what I did, Nick would have won. Can you imagine though if Minions had come out last year and it had ninety? <laughs> I mean, I still would have still would have lost, but yeah. But you, you're not confident in that film now, are you? That's all that confidence you had last year is gone. Well, I just, you know, it's been delayed, isn't it? So. Also, Minions <laughs> had like 30% or something. Sure. So. Yeah, so we'll find out this time next year who's in the right, I suppose. Um, yeah. That's great. I, I Let's like, go. I like doing the Fantasy League. I think it's fun. It is fun. Play along, no. guys. Uh, play along. Yeah. We did actually have oh. someone play along last year, which I didn't realise, and our fourth contestant didn't show up. 
So send it into the comments on Bez smash that in. like button. <laughs> Shotgun that subscribe button, bruv. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bob Podcast. Oh, brilliant! Well, I've been looking forward to this. I think that's it, guys. Should we um, should we bum 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 out of here? What is bum bum bum? <laughs> <laughs>